Listen, you got to write your resume to make sure that it's aligned with the requisition. The language on the job description is the same language you have to use. So make sure you write it in there because we're not going to read your mind. We're not going to assume, oh, he did that. Therefore, he knows how to do A, B, and C. So I always use the terms. If the job description has the words tomato, ballerina, and cake decorator, make sure you include those. Welcome to Security Cleared Jobs, Who's Hiring and How, the podcast for cleared professionals looking for new opportunities and career advice. We go behind the scenes with recruiters and hiring managers from leading cleared employers to uncover the information you need to make a smart career move. Get ready for insights from this week's guest and your hosts, Kathleen Smith and Rachel Bozeman. And hello, it's Kathleen here at Security Clear Jobs, who's hiring and how. I am so happy to have you join us this afternoon. Sorry, but yes, my co-host Rachel Bozeman is still on a work assignment, but she will be joining us at the next episode. And we have Ashley and her intern in the podcast booth, making sure that we all sound and look great. Today we have Martha Schneggins, Senior Technical Recruiter with Mantech. Thank you for being with us today, Martha. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. So, Martha, what is your background and what led you to Mantech? I started in this business and I understood early on the importance of leaving a good connection because we all like to be treated nicely. And when I started uh, with the government contracted and got my secret clearance, actually, I heard about Mantec. And, you know, it inspired me because I saw Mantec in a lot of different government contracts in different spaces. And I went like, hmm, I wonder about this company. So I started reading a little bit about it. And the common thread that I heard was how nice they treated their employees. So I thought, I'd like to work there someday. And I applied like twice, you know, in the years, but nothing ever panned out. And lo and behold, I guess it wasn't my time. So uh, on this most recent, I joined Mantic in September of last year, 2022, it became true. So I'm happy to be part of them. That's a great story and and sort of an inspiration to our job seekers because sometimes we think that the job is right for us, but sometimes we just have to wait for the right connection that happens. So Mantech is one of our larger government contractors with over, you know, 10,000 employees. And there are four different business units, defense, federal, civilian, intelligence, innovation, and capabilities. So you're obviously hiring for many different yes. positions and different skill sets. Mm-hmm. But what are the types of positions that you're particularly hiring for? Well, I am currently supporting an Air Force contract. So I do defense. I have a soft spot for defense in my heart. And uh, the positions are all over the U- continental United States in the different Air Force bases. We also have Hawaii. And we also have some Oconus positions. Right now, I have two vacancies in Germany. And so uh, the opportunities are very good and a very good fit for folks that are transitioning from military, regardless of the branch, into civilian life. And so this particular contract requires a TSSEI with SAP knowledge and SAP being special access programs. And in addition to that, 
I see that they bring the skill sets that pretty much are required to fill these positions. That's great. And, you know, I think it's a really great clarifier that you added in there that even if you're supporting an Air Force contract, if you're transitioning from the Army or the Navy or a different branch, you don't have to be in that particular branch to support that contract. You still have the military background. You still have the military knowledge. So that's a great clarifier. I'm glad you brought that up. So you have a really great attitude and approach for the initial phone screens with cleared candidates. No matter what happens, you say it's a win-win. Can you sort of explain that win-win thinking to our cleared professionals? Uh, The win-win comes from the fact that we connected. And I tell the candidates, it doesn't matter if I don't have a job for you today, but we might cross paths again in the near future. The one constant about life or government contracting is change. You know, you have it today, and lo and behold, Next Monday, I might have openings where I just told you that I didn't have anything. There's a lot of people in play, moving parts, people moving, coming, going, getting promotions and doing all kinds of things. So I might not have the job today for you, Kathleen, but I might have it within a week or two. So it's always a win-win. And that's why it's so important to have the opportunity to leave a positive experience for the candidate. If you treat people nicely, just like we like to be treated, they would want to come back to you whenever you have the opportunity. So it's always a win-win. So I'm, I'm going to channel my, my co-host, Rachel. You're preaching it. You're preaching it. Yes. <laughs> I tell that all the time to um, anyone that I'm presenting to that you know, take the take the phone interview, do the the conversation at a job yeah. fair, make the connection, yes. do something positive. Because yes, you may not have something right now, but you may go, you know, look at your email, and then all of a sudden, a whole new requisition came through that that candidate's a perfect fit for, and you know how to contact them. So yeah, definitely a win win mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. So Mantech has a variety of hybrid and remote cleared positions. How does you really how does that break out as far as hybrid? What really is the kind of hybrid and what is the remote? Because we're moving into a new era now where we're talking about these positions, but every company is treating them very differently. So yeah. what does hybrid and remote mean at Mantech? Okay. Well, first let me tell you that Mantech has 80 to 85, I should say, of cleared positions. Within the different clearance levels, there's some that will allow remote, and that means totally remote. You can work from home in pajamas and maybe just have a nice stop and do (laughs) webcam things. (laughs) But then we also have hybrid. And hybrid is, okay, two days a week, I'll have to go to the location, the client site, whatever that is. And the rest of the week, you can work from home. Now, having said that we have 85%, 80 to 85% of clear jobs, that leaves 15% that has no clearance requirement. And those are going to be easier to be remote because as the level of clearance gets higher, the chances of you working remote get smaller. If you are a person with a TSSEI, you're going to work at a SCIF, and the kitchen table is not at SCIF. So you have to go on site, 
and you have to do your, you know, your job from inside the skiff. You want to talk on your personal cell phone, you'll have to come out of the skiff to go to your car or the parking lot or whatever. So that is the reality of it. So I I heard from the pre-call that you really take candidate experience to heart and you really view yourself as sort of that window into the company. How does that help you compete? I have to tell you, I personally believe nobody has assigned this job title to me, but I am the ambassador of my brand. I am Mantech. So I better be good at what I'm doing, not only in the technical aspect of finding the perfect talent, but leaving a very positive impression on the minds of my candidates. Because there is no worse feeling for a candidate to call someone to try to get some help. And of course, we're busy. You know, and so I got to fill these requisitions. I got to look. I'm looking at, you know, resumes. I I don't have time to talk. But is it really going to kill you to tell this candidate, for example? I enjoy guiding the people that are in the process of terminating with their service. Again, being Air Force, Army, Marines, whichever one, because they don't know what it's going to be available and how the civilian world works. They have been receiving orders. There's a chain of command. Everything is clear cut. And you just learn to say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know, so I enjoy telling them, listen, you got to write your resume to make sure that is aligned with the requisition. The language on the job description is the same language you have to use. So I'm not asking you to lie, but if you have no experience on this one, don't say you do. But if you do have that, make sure you write it in there because we're not going to read your mind. We're not going to assume, oh, he did that, therefore he knows how to do A, B, and C. So I always use the terms, if the job description has the words tomato, ballerina, and cake decorator, Make sure you include those in your resume so they, they get a laugh, you know, and that's the important thing. It's yes. a way to break the ice. Yes. And, and, and I treat them like I've always known them and, and more of a, an acquaintance, somebody who they will feel relaxed. So I get to know them better because when people are stressed or, or, you know, anxious, they're not going to divulge more about them or be realistically the person they are. They're shy, and so they, they get nervous. They just tight lip, you know. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. What kind of relationship is that? That isn't one. No. Isn't one. So, so we great. have to create relationships with the intention of them being helped. And eventually, of course, we are going to be helped because we're going to fill our vacancies. Here comes the term, the win-win. And on the same realm, I I really love it that it sounds like you have sort of this long-term view of your candidate relationships. And I love explaining this to people and they they think that I'm crazy. So thank you for coming on the show and telling (laughs) us that I'm not crazy. So you (laughs) take a long-term view on your relationships. You may interview someone, but not have a job for them for two years. Exactly. So if you could just sort of fine tune this a little bit more into talking about our service members and when should they start networking or doing interviews? Because I can't tell you how many times I'll be on one of the recruiter panels at the military bases and everyone down the line says six months, three months, two months. But 
I have a feeling you have a different way, a different way of looking at this. Yeah, because uh, I always ask them, when does your terminal leave start? Because that's when they can start working in the civilian world. So they tell me, ma'am, um, my terminal leave starts September 1. I said, okay, let's start as soon as you can to see where you want to go from there. And the reason for that is because sometimes they honestly don't know where would they like to go. But if they found a job, let's say, at Nellis Air Force Base in, in Las Vegas, then we can shoot for that. And then we can keep watching that location for the six, eight, nine months, 11 months. It doesn't bother me. What I do is, if you tell me or if they tell me, Martha, I'm available October 1st, then I uh, schedule a call between the two of us four months in advance to start targeting the location closely at that time. Because I am tracking from the day that you sign an offer letter to the day that you actually start. If the job was in the same city you're in, it's going to be about four weeks. So if you need to move from whatever to whatever, let's start early. Because there's going to be some packing. There's going to be some traveling. So I like to make sure that we do that. So if you tell me, oh, no, ma'am, I'm not available until next January. I don't care. We're going to talk. Let's start talking. And if the... Terminal leave starts in October, November, December. I tell them, let's start two months earlier. Because during the holidays, everything slows down. People are on PTO. Everybody's in the holiday spirit, and things move slower. And uh, I don't want them to feel like, oh, my gosh, I haven't gotten an interview because nobody's available. So I like to make sure that I mention that. It's it's hard, yeah. The holidays does does throw a crimp in in yeah. recruiting and job search. But I always tell people, don't think it stops. You know, no, don't no. don't make it never stops. Un- it never stops. Don't make yourself unavailable. So, yeah. does Mantech have any skill bridge opportunities? We should sh- sort of yes. talk about that. Well, we have the same opportunities that I have. For example, if you're a skill bridge candidate and you get recommended for the job and everything aligns well for you to do the job, you can go in there and start doing the job, shadowing somebody. And it is almost like an apprenticeship for you. And uh, you're going to spend, say, 90 days doing this. At day 91, we're going to evaluate to make sure that then we can promote you to the position. So we have a person in the office that does the skill bridge. So when somebody reaches out to me saying, ma'am, I'm going to join skill bridge, I immediately connect them with them, and then they can start working together as to what are the next steps. And when we have vacancies, skill bridge keeps us informed, all of talent acquisition, and say, okay, we have certain candidates that are at the point of being ready to go. And that's how we kind of connect the dots. Sounds great. So I understand you have a really great way of explaining to clear job seekers how to tailor their resume, especially, you know, how they're going to be able to respond to, but maybe not qualified for a particular job. So do you want to sort of walk us through tomato ballerina and (laughs) chef, but I don't know how to cook. So how am I going to tailor my resume if I don't have that experience? Well, you know, for example, when you're looking at a job description, a technical job description, and you're a systems administrator, having Red Hat, having this other tool, and this other tool, and all these other tools, 
don't assume we're going to know that you have them, okay? Because we cannot assume. So if the job description says that you need a red tomato, and let's call the red tomato the red hat training, make sure you mention that. So that when, if you were to do a word search on Word of your resume against the job description, you have more words matching than not. That doesn't make you the expert. It just makes you the qualified candidate that has the skills that we're looking for. Because per the contract, we have to have certain skills, you know, the moment you join and start working. So that is going to help you, you know, uh, edit or revise your resume. And I always offer, send it to me after you're done your best. And I will check it out. Send it to me in Word because I don't want to deal with it. It's on a PDF. I got to change. No, 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 no. Just send it in Word and I will change it if I need to. I'll send it to you for approval and you have to approve it in, on, you know, in writing to me and say, yes, Martha, I approve of the revisions. And I don't mind helping. You know, because at the end of the day, again, it is helping them, but it also helps me fill a position. So it is the win-win. And I offer, if necessary, when I was doing uh, internal mobility, which is when you have the employees looking for the job, rather than the job looking for the potential employees, I always told them, I can do a mock interview. I don't care if you're in Germany, we can do it Sunday night. I just want you to get more comfortable with it. Because people get tongue-tied and or they say something they shouldn't. I go like, no, you would not get hired if you say that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's all about really caring. I look at it as this way. If God gave me the opportunity to do this, I have to make the best use of it to help all I can. Martha, this has just been a really great conversation. I could talk with you for hours, especially, you know, candidate experience and win-win. But, you know, let's just wrap it up here and let's let people know how they can get in touch with you. Sure. Um, I am on LinkedIn, but most important, I know my last name is hard, I'm sorry, but it's Martha.Schnagans at Mantech.com. But you can look me up in uh, LinkedIn, and I always tell the candidates on LinkedIn, you know, send me your resume. Let me see how we can make this work for you and make it a win-win. So I will be there, and I will respond. Well, Martha Schnagans, this has been an absolute delight. I thank you so much for joining us, and I know our listeners are really going to enjoy following up with you and listening to your podcast. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Bye. I had a great time talking with Martha Schneggins. What I also really loved about talking with Martha is, one, her candidate experience, just sort of outlook, making sure that job seekers are really engaged and want to establish a relationship with her. And now... I also ask you, follow, share, let your friends know about us, review us, rate us, but most importantly, come back and listen to us next week. Bye-bye.